It is with great sadness that it has come to our attention that the author and creator of My Gentle Giant, EAB, Emmy to her friends, um, has passed away. And that is just an incredible loss to the writing and webtoon community. And we were so, so, so sad to hear it. We're very grateful that we got an opportunity to explore her work before this tragic loss. And we would like to encourage everyone to continue to follow the artist, Miss Dark, and mm-hmm. Loveaboy Comics on Twitter for further announcements as they are going to try and work together to continue the story for My Gentle Giant to mm-hmm. a logical and hopefully loving conclusion um, yeah. in honor of, of Emmy's life and work and uh, effort in this, this field. So. Absolutely. She brought us something that brought us so much joy and brought so many people so much joy. She told a story that people needed to have and she will be missed. Absolutely. Absolutely. What an absolute tragedy. It's such a, such a loss to everyone, especially to Mm -hmm. all of her friends and family. And uh, we send our love and regards to everyone who is affected by this loss. Welcome to Thirsty on Tune, where we drink wine and read webtoons. Hi, I'm your co-host Bronwyn, your webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love, and slow burn sommelier. And I'm your co-host Chris, webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover, and bantercore aficionado. So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive in. You're thirsty on Maine, we're thirsty on Tune. Hi, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. It's a beautiful day. That it is. Nice and fallish, just it, apropos. <laughs> it is. Are you drinking anything thirsty today? I am. You know, I've got something beautiful and orange and ready to go for the day. How about yourself? <laughs> I I have a pumpkin spice hot chocolate in honor of our story today. I like it. We are recording in the middle of the afternoon, so it felt a little early for our regular thirsty drinking. <laughs> a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit, yes. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I could put a little wine in there, but then it wouldn't be orange and also I'm old. <laughs> I was tempted to go to the store and get pumpkin ale today, but I got lazy and did hot chocolate instead. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's a good choice, but I think so. (laughs) So uh, I know we've been teasing hot pumpkin daddy for a little while, but do you want to give us the blurb on what this is actually called? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Obviously this is called hot pumpkin daddy, but the official creators named it third shift society. (laughs) Mostly to comply with webtoons, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I think so. Because we know the real title. We know. We know the truth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So Third Shift Society summary is life's funny. One minute you're jobless, deep in debt and on the verge of eviction. The next you're in a fight with a monster and getting a job working for a paranormal detective with the head of a jack-o'-lantern. It's an age-old story. Now the financially challenged Ellie, who's just discovered she's a strong psychic, and her pumpkin-headed boss, Ichabod, have to team up to fight the things that go bump in the night by creator Meredith Moriarty. Nice. I mean, it's it's an age-old story. It happens to all of us, right? It, like once a week. At least. <laughs> you always remember your first encounter with Hot Pumpkin Daddy. I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it 
this point, Hot Pumpkin Daddy has become an inside joke in our friendship that we, we reference him at all times whenever possible. It is true. <laughs> yes, it is. This is a powerful story. <laughs> it is powerful. It's effective. <laughs> so for genre, if we're going to talk genre style, I mean, obviously this is a supernatural thing, yes. but for me, this is clearly a supernatural thirst trap. Yes. Like, <laughs> How am I pumpkin sexual now? <laughs> so we all became pumpkin sexual that day. <laughs> For me, I, I will clarify this as comedic paranormal banter core. Yes. Okay. I like it. Very specific and very accurate. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I don't know if anyone's used the word banter core before, but I feel like we need to make it happen. I think it has happened. I think that just happened. <laughs> Oh God. How, how do we pick a favorite though? How do we pick a favorite character here? I don't know. I think I've written down everyone that's had more than two lines. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. (laughs) I mean, obviously hot pumpkin daddy, obviously Obviously, hot pumpkin daddy. Like Ichabod is our king. I mean, total king energy here like oh my god but also like hot psychic mess with fire hands yes like we love her ellie thank you is our queen i also love vampire simon oh my (laughs) god adorable vampire doc (laughs) yes uh, you know, you and I spend a lot of time talking about Shadowhunter. So when the vampire was named Simon, I was like, wait a minute. I right. know what you did. Right. I see you. I, I, see, I you. see you. I see you and I know what happened. <laughs> I also, also love the uh, hot librarian, Catherine. Right. And Mysterious X, like Pumpkin X. Oh, yes. Ooh. Mysterious <laughs> With some X. witchy vibes. I like it. Also a demon of dubious demeanor. Like I just, I love this demon. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oberon. And when they reveal that his name is just stolen from Shakespeare, that's not his real name. I was like, oh, what a pretentious douche, but I love him. I know! (laughs) Oberon and Titania. That was amazing. (laughs) Yes. At first, I was kind of like, well, it's a little silly that that's their names until I realized they named themselves. And then I was like, yes. Yeah, I'm here for it. Exactly. (laughs) They they chose this. I love everyone in this story. Oh my God, legit. It's so good. Yeah, very recently they introduced a ghost as well. I'm just like, I love everybody. Right? (laughs) I know. Also, Bugman. Bugman! How do you not love Bugman? Bugman had such uh, Young Justice vibes. Have you watched Young Justice? No, but I feel like I know what you're talking about from Steve. So. Yes, Red Beetle, the character in uh, the second season, uh, or maybe the third season? I don't know. Anyway, the newish character to Young Justice looked exactly like that. It had about the same personality, and I was like, I love him. Seriously, so sweet. Sweet Bug Man. I love Sweet Bug Man. So cute. Oh, oh, but speaking of Sweet Bug Man, we get, that leads right into favorite ships for me. Yes, yes. Uh, so Sweet Bug Man and his fiance is Mercedes. Yes. yes, I love them so much. They're so cute. Yeah, they're really cute. <laughs> this they is how Kafka this... should have ended. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just fall in love with the bug that you have in your life. <laughs> exactly. The, the energy. I don't. I feel like so. This this will tie into our themes here in a moment because mm-hmm. this is a on the surface a straighter story than usually we would pick yes um, however somehow brimming with queer energy <laughs> there's so much found family here so much <laughs> there's so much found family and there's also just something about the narrative of so the story is the guy has fairy blood 
So he manifests, he's like a changeling, right? So he manifests it during a time of stress, which was getting married and Mm -hmm. becomes a bug. And the whole story is him feeling like she won't accept him. And then she's like, you know, it will be a lot to navigate, but I love you and we'll navigate it. And in my brain, I was like, this is realizing you're bisexual. You know, I mean- this is literally him being trans. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Either what, some kind of a queer narrative, right? Like, you know? I have realized something about myself, right? As we we're about to embark on our life together, and she is just like, "I love you." So let's navigate together. I was right? like, "Queer, queer. This is this is queer." I am rolling with this <laughs> because I love you. You're my partner. Yes. So yes. And while we are talking about queer energy, Ichabod, hot pumpkin daddy, right? the most radiating of bisexual energy of any character I've ever read. Oh my God. I mean, this is I not even like Jack Harkness all over this, yes. right? Like Yes, Jack O'Lantern Harkness. I yes, think. Jack O'Lantern Harkness right here. I'll see myself out. It's fine. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> I walked into that, like quite literally. You know? Yes, you really did. <laughs> You do it to yourself, you do. And that's what really hurts. Uh, <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> but seriously, Hot Pumpkin Daddy, I ship him with everyone. Obviously, yes. Ellie, obviously. Yes. But like, I ship him with Simon. I ship yes. him with, with X. I ship him yes. with Hot Librarian. I ship him with everybody. Like, yes, this could be a very, like, I literally wrote down, maybe I just want the polycule. Yes, a giant pumpkin polycule. That's all I want. Giant pumpkin polycule. That's all I want. It makes mm-hmm. sense that like they, so him and Ellie obviously have this like magnetic energy and they mm-hmm. are like the definition of two bisexuals in love. Like I, yeah. I can't explain it, but it's true. Uh, it's just that that's just the energy they give. Mm-hmm. So theirs is like this instant chemistry, but the chemistry he has with Simon, like I'm in full agreement. Simon worries about him. He wants to take care of him. And it's right? very, like, it's very soft and sweet where his energy with Ellie is fiery. No pun. Yes. Um, <laughs> and yet it's there. And yet it's there. And yet the pun is there and then his energy with Maris the witchy lady is also just so I don't know like toxic seems a little harsh but not not no (laughs) exactly but it's definitely like it's definitely like mm, fuck buddy energy you know like it's definitely sexual in nature like right it's It's definitely sexual in nature which we understand because we have seen pumpkin daddy exactly (laughs) I mean that man wears a vest (laughs) wears a vest (laughs) he wears it basically the first time we see him he's like leaning forward with his vest and his sleeves rolled up and his hand out to her and it's just this like it's a transcendent moment (laughs) it is it is and I mean like this is uh, he's just you know he's he's fighting a hell beast and he's got a thigh holster and it's like (laughs) he's wearing a suit with a with a thigh holster I mean like just yeah I mean it's he is everything in the gloves. I don't know oh what my God. it is, but the gloves, what the hell? I don't... pointed out that the female gaze is hands. And I was like, mm-hmm. you're right. Cause they did like a whole clip video on TikTok of how the female gaze is hands and just showed hands and gloves. And I was like, mm-hmm. why is that true? I don't, I don't know. know, but it is. <laughs> it is. It's extraordinarily true. It's extremely true. It is extremely true. Oh, pumpkin daddy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how I became pumpkin sexual the instant I started reading this but I did I just did this is the power of art folks (laughs) art can really transcend okay so this is why despite being very straight passing this story is actually queer because it makes everybody queer yes (laughs) 
you become more queer by reading it like a thousand percent it's true so you know spoiler yeah. alert yeah so you know <laughs> approach with caution but also dive in you're gonna be having a you're time. you're you're gonna enjoy it I just promise. know you might have a few uh identity crises along the way <laughs> but that's okay join us that's okay Lean into that feeling <laughs> it's good it's good it's growth <laughs> So I guess that's themes. That's theme. <laughs> so yeah, we're jumping into themes. <laughs> so I mean, like, obviously, obviously on top of, you know, the queerness of it all. Yes. Othering and loneliness is something yeah. that, that is, is deeply explored here. I feel like, you yeah. know, and I, I think that is part of the queer narrative, you it know, really is. Uh, you have, I feel like every, everything they encounter is in some way about, cause they, they are paranormal investigators. So ostensibly mm-hmm. they're on kind of Scooby-Doo-esque adventures all the time, but each one of them is either about marginalization or identity discovery. Cause we have the first one being the woman who was haunting the place because she had been harmed by men basically. Yeah. And so she was remained in the house, haunting it as the memory of that uh, abuse. And then the second one was, was a uh, bug man, mm-hmm. our, our bug daddy, exactly. And, you know, and <laughs> finding his identity and acceptance. And then our third case is the, uh, the ghost who doesn't know who he is yeah. and has no memories. And there's just mm-hmm. like identity and marginalization through all the stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. They're also in this is, is there's sort of like a, a two part structure to the storytelling here, yeah. you know, in the kind of monster of the week storytelling where you get that queer narrative but also in the overarching kind of story that joins them where it's that self-discovery right it's the who are we as investigators and uh, how is our relationship developing and things like that so I really I do enjoy that me too it's interesting because it doesn't feel very monster of the week somehow even though like it actually took me a while to realize it was as as I look back writing notes I was like oh yeah because it feels very like the through line is so strong and prevalent that it feels like one story Absolutely. Not to be the pretentious, it's like a five hour novel. No, but like, you know know what I mean though? Like it's just, there. I think sometimes, you know, like Supernatural is very episodic a lot of the time where it's like, you fight a monster episode over. There is a through line, but it feels very disjointed. Mm -hmm. The story, just one episode flows into the next one so seamlessly. Very much, very much. And that's, that's quite a testament to the writing, I think. I mean, obviously there's a huge testament to the art here. (laughs) With Ooh, the instant, yeah, instantaneous attraction, um, but <laughs> but it, there is a huge testament to the writing here with yeah. with the seamlessness of the of the way the story elements blend together, yes. which I think is really cool. Yes, I um, agree. but the, yeah, the acceptance, the found family, the trust and building of relationships, yeah. all of this is such an integral part to me of how this story is told. I agree. There's, I feel like with a partnership story, there's always a, like, how do we learn to trust each other and not mm-hmm. make our own decisions thing? I really like how this one is done. And they have that conversation where they're, they're fighting gremlins and she had done something on her own and didn't tell him and then got embarrassed yeah. about it and then didn't want to tell him even that was dangerous you know and he was like I don't know I thought it was surprisingly non-toxic version of that because it wasn't like he wasn't mad at her in that traditional way he just was so worried and then he accepted her immediately and hugged her and it was so yeah I know it was amazing and it just the way that they get to build that trust yeah you know is just it's love and you're right non-toxic is a real theme here yes I love that I love that it's it's so nice to have access to stories that 
can develop and like I don't want to say familiar stories like I don't want to say like this is this is a trope or anything like it because I don't feel like it is you know obviously there are familiar elements and um, storytelling styles can be very familiar but what I mean is I read a ton <laughs> yes exactly. and then so obviously there are things that are similar from story to story occasionally but a lot of that you get some toxicity you get because there are these established ways of telling certain elements of stories and it's yeah. really 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 nice to yes. have access to authors and artists and storytelling platforms that allow for new ways and non-toxic ways to tell familiar stories yeah, I agree. And I think I think you're right. It's not tropey. It is solidly in the genre in a in a pleasant way. Thank you. Right? That yeah. sums it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah, the, the trappings of paranormal investigation are all here, but mm. it doesn't feel like yes, I've seen this before. It doesn't right. feel that way. It is it is a new story that embraces the genre. Yes. Thank you. That's exactly what I was trying to portray. <laughs> we finish each other's sandwiches. This is so true. We do. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God. I love it. The other theme, which also feeds into that the story is, is gay, um, (laughs) is all of the problems are solved with community. Like nothing, there is none of this like lone wolf out there, though I think that was Ichabod before her to some Mm -hmm. degree, but even still not totally because he had this network in place before she came into his Mm -hmm. life. But every problem they're like, okay, let's go to Catherine, the librarian who does our research and let's go to Simon, our vampire doctor. And, you know, let's talk to Maris. There's all of this, like, we don't solve things on our own we work together in the very last story especially where he calls everybody in because this mm-hmm. one feels very personal to him yep. so he brings in his whole community to solve it and it's so positive and I love it and I love that that we even get to see the community members around them that are ostensibly secondary and tertiary even characters yeah. and they go <laughs> kind of around him to bring each other in yes you know and to, to sort of you know when they're worried about Ichabod they're like okay so how bad is it this time or oh right. I think we should talk to each other about this because he's gonna need some support you know and exactly I love yes. that you do too it's so positive I love it <laughs> I know it's just it's so nice to see characters have that level of community because community is so critical it really is you know regardless of the size of community you have around you it's so critical to have that support you know whether whether you're fighting the supernatural with your hot pumpkin daddy or just making it through the day (laughs) yes in either of those relatable situations exactly Should we dive into story specifics? I think we should. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh my God. Seriously though, seriously, and I can't get past this enough. Dear God, how, how is it that a pumpkin head looks that good? I, I do not understand, but it is, it is 90% how he looks in a vest. (laughs) That's true. And those gloves are the other 10. The other 10 are gloves. (laughs) Because at one point he he's either not wearing the vest or he's wearing something over the vest. And I was like, no, take it off. <laughs> it's like a jacket or something at one point. It's and true. I was like, yeah. no, 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 take, don't that, do that. take it back off. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. It's so true. It's- <sighs> <laughs> uh, like that so is the power of a dapper vest. Like it's, what? <laughs> it is such a, such a dapper gentleman. <laughs> He is. He's a dapper, dapper dude. Oh my God. There are 
was there was a lot going on with Ichabod, and I, I mean, some of that we'll talk about in our predictions because I want to know what's up, and we really don't have much of it at this right? point. But there, he's got a tragic backstory waiting to be revealed. I don't he know what it is. Nope, but it's there. <laughs> he does how? Okay, again. So I'm not. I don't mean to harp on this pumpkin head, right. but but truly, how, like there's something incredible about this artist that they can convey so much like intense emotion and in like you get there's panels here where you can see that tragic backstory just waiting to happen like there's like like one panel or whatever where you see him and it's like top down and it's just a bit of an angle and he's looking and somehow he looks deeply sad and contemplative and like he's thinking about something that's happened in his past Yes, I don't know if we've like made it clear enough, but he has a proper pumpkin for a head. It's not like a pumpkin esque head. It is a pumpkin. His face is (laughs) all the time, and yet is expressive. And I don't what how completely unclear. There's just there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to scoop out, if you will. (laughs) Okay, that was almost literally a spit take. Just FYI. Oh, I think the first scene that I really wanted to talk about was when Ellie goes to Penhurst Manor. And as I, and I quote the notes that I wrote when reading it was Ellie breaks every rule known to womankind. Right? <laughs> Dude. I, I talk about this a lot where I'll be watching something and I'll be like, that character did that because that character is a man and a woman would never. And then I read this about Ellie and I was like, well, maybe this one woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, honey, like what? Yeah. She meets a stranger, goes to a third location with said stranger in the middle of the night, didn't tell anybody and decides to handle the case alone. And and it's out in the middle of nowhere. Like it's not even like a public third location. Yes. Like I grant you, like, obviously she was somewhat concerned about the supernatural element, but I was like, what if he wants to murder you? (laughs) You are so murdered. You are so murdered. Like, I know you have psychic fire abilities, but you are not invincible, Ellie. Like, you you can die. Like, I'm sorry, but like this, we've gone from supernatural right into every other CSI. Like, right. I did for this for this scene, though, I did want to comment on the fact that I just adored the fact that this strange man that she goes to meet and everything turns out to, yeah, have been lying to her and have set her up. And the whole nine was a bad dude. And yes, he still paid her and gave her a tip. (laughs) You know, I like a villain that sticks with their bark. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so this is Oberon that we mentioned before. This is our first introduction of him as like a, this like hapless nerd, basically. And then surprise, not hapless, not a, well, maybe still a nerd. He named himself Oberon, so he's still a nerd. Nerd vibes. <laughs> he's definitely got nerd energy. He's got hard nerd energy. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out is a demon, I'm kind of a agent of chaos. We learn later as we discover he is not the brain. <gasps> Loki <of> the variant. <laughs> He is our Loki variant of the episode. Yeah. There's going to be one every episode, I every guarantee. Every episode. It. We're going to find them. It's Oberon in this one. <laughs> oh, it's so good, though. I was dying. I was like, oh, Ellie, I get it. Like, you're annoyed that Ichabod did something without explaining it to you. Understandable. Yes. But, um, oh, Queen. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, honey. Oh. Like, just no. This is so no on so many levels. <laughs> oh, God. Like, someone t- take her to a self-defense course. Please. Like. 
please. I'm sure Ichabod could teach her. He knows how to fight. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but he was off having mysterious backstory time, I think, is what we're supposed to take from that because we still have not found out what he was doing. But no, he, it's true. He went to do a thing. <laughs> exactly. That yes. he did not explain. So, yeah. Ellie, Ellie is... Ellie has her own Loki energy, if we're being honest. It was like, yeah. I'm being ignored, so I'm going to cause trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know her her Loki energy is very like puppy slash cat. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. you're not paying attention to me? Let me knock this glass off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Like I think she was a little bit trying to prove herself, but a little bit just like pay attention. <laughs> I am gonna fuck shit up until you look at me. <laughs> right. You have been gone for exactly five minutes and I have already destroyed the house. <laughs> this is on you. <laughs> uh, yes. I feel like you should have seen it coming, Ichabod. <laughs> oh, Ellie. <laughs> oh, I do love her. I do love her too. <laughs> oh my god. I just I one of the things that I do love in, in this it's not sp- like a specific st- story specific but I do love it is the repartee like the way this is yes. written the, the banter. banter core banter core I love that I love it it's so I, good yes banter is my favorite tag on AO3 so this was like <laughs> this was here for me <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, their dialogue is great. And it just, it manages to make me feel like this story is building to something huge, like huge. Yes. And I I don't know what it is, but it feels huge. Yes, I agree. We've got the dream world stuff that we haven't really mentioned yet. Right. So we have Alice who looks like she's from Alice in Wonderland kind of but like super creepy it's super creepy she shows a vision of a monster and it's got that face that you know the phobia of like repetitive holes (laughs) why did that sound dirty (laughs) because it came out of your mouth (laughs) (laughs) some people have like that phobia of those flowers that have all the repetitive holes in a row Mm -hmm. god it's not gonna sound better no matter how many ways i say it anyway There's a monster whose head is basically that flower. It was so gross. I couldn't look directly at it. (laughs) God, it was so bad. But it's like a thing. And that's all Ellie knows is it's a thing that she is maybe partially responsible for potentially getting free. (laughs) So that is one of the things, though, that I I find very entertaining about this story is that she just takes absolutely everything at face value. Yeah, that's true. She believes everything without questioning it. And that, I think, leads to the whole, like, she went off into this, you know, strange area, this third location with this man she'd never met because she legitimately believes everything she is told the first time with no questions asked. Like, well, not no questions asked, but like. No, but you're right. There's almost a, there is a weird inversion of the Mulder Scully going on. Because, you know, in, in X-Files, Mulder's deal is that he believes in everything and he's the expert. And then Scully is, doesn't know any of the stuff and she doesn't believe any of it. Yeah. But in this, Ichabod is the expert, but he is so skeptical. Like mm-hmm. he has, to, it, you have to prove to him that it's really a ghost before he's like, okay, it's a ghost. But he's the one that knows all this shit. And then Ellie does not know anything coming into this. She had no idea she was psychic or whatever, but she's just like, I want to believe. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> And so like Alice comes in and is just like, you found this thing. It destroyed this part of my barrier spell that I had in place. So now all of these monsters and are going to be attacking and, you know, this is your fault. And how he's like, oh, oh, my bad. Not what are you even talking about? I have no idea who you are. Why is this happening? Yeah. (laughs) 
Ellie. It gives me the feeling that there's more to Ellie than we know yet or right? that she knows yet, but I feel like there's just more there. You know, like she, I don't, I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm sorry, but it, it really lends itself to this concept that there's something huge coming. Yes. Which is the, very exciting. The monster with many holes in its face. Like, <laughs> tell you, it's coming. <laughs> I know it was right out of Death Vigil or something. Like it was really cool. It was really cool. All of the monsters, we'll get this, we'll get there when we talk about art, but all of the monsters are incredible looking. Like they yes. are stunning. I mean, I think everything about this story is stunning. Like the I art do. in this is so beautiful. I just, so I really beautiful. enjoy it. It's very, it's very aesthetic. I don't know. Like it's very smooth. It's very clean. It's just, it's very colorful. It's, it's just approachable. I don't know. It's, uh, it really is. It yeah, really I is. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have talked a little bit about what we think is coming next, but what like predictions? Yeah, predictions. What do you think? I so I really am curious. What in the last story that we read, there is the ghost who doesn't remember who he is, mm-hmm. and Simon makes this kind of vague, ominous statement to to Ichabod, like you relate to him a lot. Right? And Ichabod, whenever asked about things from the past, has been very shifty up till mm-hmm. now. And I thought he was hiding it. But I now my prediction is that he doesn't remember. I think he doesn't know. That's yes, I think that's a good prediction. That's curious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I like for me. Okay. You know how much I read and you know how good I am usually at having some prediction they aren't all like it's not like a hundred percent rate or anything like that but I'm usually I have some predictions but I'm struggling with this no me too it it feels unexpected all the time yeah like I have some generals you know like there's obviously going to be some sort of showdown with Alice you know we're going to have a a demon d-day you know with an unexpected twist of some kind um more monster of the week stuff I hope at least and some character info on hot pumpkin daddy you know (laughs) I yeah I think Ellie Ellie has got something going on 100% exactly <laughs> I, I my guess at the moment but this is literally with no evidence and probably is wrong is that she is also a changeling ah, but I don't know. curious yes I will so I'm thinking either yeah cha- I didn't really think about changeling but I'm I'm on board for that or like there's some sort of bell at work right that ha- because I, yeah, I think it ties back to the fact that at the beginning when they are first introduced and Ichabod is like, oh, I thought I knew all the psychics, but I've never, yeah. I, I don't know you. I haven't met you. Like right. what has been sort of blocking her power it. up until now? Right. Yeah. So, so either it's that, that something's been blocking her power or my theory is that she isn't a psychic, but it's, so, she's something else. Yes. So I don't know changeling or what, but I was thinking her power manifested when she couldn't get a job. Yeah. When she was stressed out. So right. was stressed out. But one exactly. thing we know about changelings is that they manifest under stress. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe, but maybe she's something we don't even know about yet. So right? who knows, but it's going to be something big. Something but yeah, big. like other than these like super generalities, I don't, no. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. And I love that. It's so, I, yeah, I can't believe I can't even guess anything about Ichabod's past. Like right? it's, I have no clues. Zero head empty. Like I'm excited. Every I'm so, every day is better. <laughs> every time that it pops up with a, you know, hot pumpkin daddy has updated. I'm like, ah, yes, yes. <laughs> Do you periodically forget its real title and ha- be like, what is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have maybe started to do that. We've called it hot pumpkin daddy for so long. <laughs> oh, so guilty. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so 
true. true. Oh my God. (laughs) Should we talk favorite quotes? Because I have like a page of them. Yeah, yeah. Ditto. (laughs) Like legitimately a full page. (laughs) I started writing above and below it because I didn't give myself enough room. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, so yeah, I definitely have a few. Like, watch your step now. The ivy is going through a grabby phase. <laughs> love that. I love that. All of the oh, all of the lines like that, the casual magic in the story is right? so fun. It made me so happy. <laughs> I even like they're they're sitting in the car when they first meet, and the like she just goes, Is your head really a pumpkin? And he goes, Seriously, you're leading with that? I literally have that one written down. <laughs> That's what you're leading with. <laughs> yes. Also, does your head come off? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> the greatest. It's so good. Oh my God. Or even just Ellie talking to herself. Let me see your war face. Close enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're seeing when they make up after they have their very brief argument and he's hugging her in the like house that is haunted by gremlins. And she's just like, I'm getting uh, your shirt all gunky. And he goes, if that's the worst that happens tonight, I'll consider it a resounding success. (laughs) (laughs) And turns out was not the worst that happened that night. (laughs) Yes. And then later in the same scene, she goes, I'm going to ugly cry on so many imps. the banter core it's the banter core um you know like he's carrying her in through the um through the bar and she's like does that guy have horns don't worry about it (laughs) we don't talk about it we don't talk about it it's fine in case you're wondering does it get romantic it does it very much does because my other favorite quote is hey ichabod i don't know how this will end but i want you to know i will trust you (laughs) just just burst into tears (laughs) can't oh my god squeeze it's so good this is of course when they grab hands and jump through a window with an explosion happening behind them into the water (laughs) right in like but over top of a bunch of pointy rocks at which point ichabod uses some psychic blast power to push them away so that they land safely yes it's so so exciting so good yay hot pumpkin daddy yay hot pumpkin daddy all hail all hail hot pumpkin daddy We haven't done art yet. Oh no, that's true. We have. Well, we touched on. We it did. A bit, we talked but... about it a lot, but still... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have more to talk about. It's true. Um, it's true. The art. I love the way it glows. Like it seems yeah. to radiate. Yes. You know, it reminds me of uh, Wayne Family Adventures in it the does. best possible way. Like yes. it's very sleek. It's very clean. Yes. Um, super professional. You know, like yeah. I don't know why. Obviously, it's professional. It's. <laughs> No, but I know what you mean. Like it's the highest quality. It's when you see it, you're like, yes, that is Mm -hmm. incredible art. Yes. Yeah. I agree. It just, yeah, it shines. It's got that extra level of shine. (laughs) And it has so much attention to like detail in the outfits, which I Mm -hmm. love because a lot of times in comics, they'll get into the cartoon area where everybody has the same clothes on all the time or similar clothes on all the time Mm -hmm. and while Ichabod most often does and let's be honest we don't want that to ever change no uh (laughs) there is um everyone else changes clothes like they're different outfits and they're very cute like Ellie's always wearing these combos of like leggings and skirts and different like tops that are so cute I I want her wardrobe I do too I wear the hell out of that 
I do too. Okay. Here's my one exception. The one time I will let Ichabod change into anything else. I will throw this out. If he wore a Regency era suit, I would die. Okay. That's a fair point. <laughs> Just Darcy this Ichabod. <laughs> we could give him a cape. Oh my God, a cape. <laughs> uh, is it wrong that I have Edna Mode in my head right now going, no capes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Edna, did you consider how hot Pumpkin Daddy is? Right? He doesn't fly. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's decorative. Exactly. I feel like Edna would be on our side in this one. In I this think one she would- time. She would understand. (laughs) (sighs) Swoon. Swoon. (laughs) And hot pumpkin daddy, we all trust. Indeed. (laughs) I will say the other thing that I perhaps mentioned this earlier. The other thing I thought while reading this is how incredible would a point and click mystery game be set in the third ship society world? Oh my God. I would play the F out of that. Right? Imagine you get to be Ellie and you get to like select what she answers with. Mm-hmm. And then you're like solving the like, clues. You get to talk to like Simon and Ichabod and all of yeah. them. Oh my God. Like but it a- definitely has to have like a deep romantic yes. side plot. Yes. Like a telltale game. Like yeah. one of those, but yeah. third shift society. Yeah. Yes. If it doesn't end in a polycule though, I'm gonna be upset. I feel like it should, that should be like the goal, like the option that you're trying to get to is if you, if you do it right, you get to a polycule. Yes. If you don't get to the polycule, you know, you didn't get the good ending. Exactly. <laughs> I, I went wrong somewhere. <laughs> That's how you platinum the game. <laughs> yes. Everybody tries for the polycule ending. <laughs> TM. <laughs> Love it. Give it to us. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so what will we be swooning over next time, Bronwyn? Oh, well, we're definitely going to have to read about some little gamer boys because I love them so much. And so oh, this... speaking of gamers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the story title will be Zocker. <laughs> Zocker! And this recommendation actually came my way through TJ. Yay! My co-host at Gotham Outsiders. Exactly. So thanks, TJ. (laughs) Thanks, TJ. I'm very excited to talk about some nerds. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Deep nerd energy. (laughs) And until next time, hail the pumpkin daddy. All hail. All hail. And where can our listeners find you, Bronwyn? You can find me on all the things at Shiny Baby B. I mostly live on Twitter, where I usually am tweeting about what I'm reading, because I'm always reading. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche, where I tweet about feminism, psychology, and also what I am reading. <laughs> and you can find me also on Gotham Outsiders, a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat family with my co-host, TJ. And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. And if you want to uncork more web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Thirsty on Tune, where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy. <laughs> <laughs>